Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Murray Warnoff. Murray Warnoff is the Agency Director, Marketing Research and Insights for AdTaxi, one of the nation's fastest growing digital market agencies. Murray began his career 25 years ago with the NWA Advertising Agency and has been analyzing categories, markets, consumers, and media ever since. Leading him to AdTaxi were lead research positions both at local media properties, TV, cable, and newspaper, and at the national corporate level. With extensive experience in media and research, he has had the ability to work in today's fast-paced, rapidly changing digital environment. Well, good afternoon, Murray. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Good to see you. Absolutely. And thank you for jumping on. I know people make time in their crazy days to jump on a podcast. Who wants to be on a podcast, right? Everybody listens to them, but really be a guest on a podcast? It's for the greater cause. So that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again. So Murray, we're going to jump right into the questions here. You've got an amazing background. Let's talk about that. Your career in advertising, marketing, senior leader. Now you're the agency director, marketing research and insights for Ad Taxi. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, that title only means I've been in uh, this business for a long time. The longer you're in, the bigger your title gets. I tell you what's what's kept me going all these years. I've got a number of credos I follow. One is get involved, participate, right? Two is knowledge is not power, right? Everyone says that. Everyone claims, oh, I, I invented. No, you didn't. But the sharing of knowledge for a group to achieve a specific goal, that's power. That's where the power comes in. And that's what I'm allowed to do, overlooking, governing, handling all the research, right? My other credos have uh, include there's no difference between a small business and a large business, right? For that mom and pop store spending a couple of hundred dollars, that money means as much to them as the millions being spent by Fortune 500 companies, Right. And then whether it's true or not, I constantly tell myself that someone else who does what I do is better than me. And for a competitive SOB like myself, that forces me to figure out a better way to do something, a faster way to do something. So those are my four credos. And, you know, it's you got to be passionate, right? Overall, if you don't respect what you do, if you're not excited about what you do for a living, no one else will be either. Right. So that's the bottom line. Awesome. Thank you again for sharing that. And I love when people have, again, whether it's a mantra, a credo, whatever that is, it's very helpful for us to understand who that person is and, and why they do the things they do. So thank you again, Murray. Right. When you ask me what inspires me, right, that's going to be different for everybody. For me, for me it's that sales guy who work, will work an account for three years before closing it. That inspires me. Today's younger people who can adapt to new technology and, and do some of the work in half the time. And, and some of them are just incredibly smart thinking laterally that inspires me, but it's going to be different for everybody. For me, someone telling me something can't be done. That's the way to get me to figure out how to do it. Right. But that those are going to be different for everybody. But my credos, I think hold true for everybody. If you believe these things, you, you will be successful. Thank you. I appreciate that, Murray. So, Murray, switching gears here, you know, you talked about 
your time in the business. You talk about these, you know, these younger generations coming up into the business and they've got some great ideas. But let's talk about the businesses that have been disrupted over the last few years with changes in social media algorithms, ad spend, new technologies like augmented reality, AI, you know, for shopping online, whatever that is. How do you navigate an ever disrupted digital marketing world? I'm fortunate and I recommend this to everybody. Uh, to work in as many different media as possible. I, I've worked in network TV, broadcast TV, uh, cable, newspaper, and under some of these, you know, got involved in direct mail and magazine work. And the more you know about different media, the better, right? Because they're all fighting for the same person, for the same consumers, right? And once you start understanding why consumers use the media they use, then all of a sudden you can understand why they're adapting to new things or what new things they would adapt to and whatnot. You know, when you understand the unique selling propositions and the utility of different media, it really, really helps. At Ad Taxi, I'm blessed with a number of unique and but complementary uh, resources at my disposal, one of which perhaps the most relied upon is the proprietary study, which not every company I've worked for would cough up the money to do. And I say proprietary, even though we will share a great number of the information and our findings with, with prospects or clients or the general public or, the, or an industry, we use this to make sure our ship is aimed you know, in, in the right path. Because you're right, things have changed a great deal. What, what cable did to TV, what TV did to radio, what it's unreal. When you look at local ad spend today, over half the majority of locally derived, locally spent ad dollars are going to something digital. And, oh my gosh, if that doesn't tell you things have changed, I don't know what would. The tools ad taxi, and again, I said I'm a competitive SOB. I don't like others knowing how I do what I do. So I'm not necessarily going to spit out what those tools are. But I will say that one of the most powerful and important are those proprietary studies. Thank you. That's helpful. It gives us a little bit of a taste of what it is that uh, you're doing and obviously not showing all your cards. So thank you. And so and we're going to get into that here, Murray, in a minute. But I want to ask you first, because this is a technology platform. We wanted to know if maybe you're leveraging any of that new or emerging technologies in your business. And, and if not, maybe you found a cool tool or app that you utilize on a daily basis. I will say that some of the coolest things I've seen have been developed inside. Ed Taxi. There are too many people to list by name, but we've got some folks who are unreal at what they do in the development of not just product, but of internal resources. And that, you know, we will apply a name to it. It's not going to mean anything to anybody. Uh, what's outside available to, to us at, from third party or syndicated resources, uh, the only comment I have about that is be careful. A lot of tools are based on households. And so if you're trying to track the 19-year-old uh, cosmetic jewelry or, or you know, female, if, if you're trying to track that 18-year-old uh, male athletic shoe, a lot of the information, when you get it from a source based on households, is based on the head of household. In other words, their dad. And the household income being reflected is not specific to them. A lot of the household characteristics are not specific. So I like anything that deals with the individual. I'm talking about uh, Nielsen Scarborough. I'm talking, uh, uh, again, the coolest things I've seen, we've developed internally. And, and I, when I see what it can do for, for clients and running campaigns and whatnot, they're amazing. But 
it's not something that you'll find out out in the marketplace to purchase. Thank you. And that's that's helpful. That gives us, again, another flavor, another facet of really perspectives from all the guests that have been on the show. And that's that is helpful. So thank you, Murray. And Murray, last question. And we are going to I told you we come back to this, you know, that survey. We saw Ad Taxi's recent streaming survey. And my question to you is, what are the most impactful results and how do you see the streaming landscape evolving over the next few years? Right. Talk about the changing media landscape. Right. Ed Taxi's been performing uh, these surveys uh, for a number of years now. Uh, we do this so we can gauge, monitor, keep our fingers on the pulse, see where things are going. We then can forecast and project so we can, again, make sure our boat is headed in the right direction. But the things that came out of this year's survey, which we saw coming, are still amazing when you see the results. There are so many. I'm not sure I can list them all here. Right off the top of my head, better than eight and 10 of all adults in the U.S. are streaming some. 42% of us, when we sit down to watch any video or TV content, are automatically defaulting to a streaming service. The overall share of viewing, when you look at cable and broadcast TV and streaming, streaming now gets over 50%. It just passed it. as we, I mean, I mean, just as we did the survey, it passed. And now streaming holds the number one share of viewing, beating broadcast TV, beating It's Unreal. Not only is streaming mainstream, uh, you know, for adults, but and for men and women, uh, over half of the oldest baby boomers in the silent generation are streaming. Over half of those with the lowest household income quintile are streaming. Two thirds of all streaming takes place on a traditional TV set. So you can imagine what that does, how it erodes broadcast and cable viewership. And you can, I, I don't want to say ne anything negative about, about any media, but you can understand why cable cord cutting not only continue, but continue to accelerate. Uh, people aren't just streaming on their TV set. Half of us are streaming on a smartphone. Uh, over a third are streaming on a, a, a tablet or a laptop. And what I find amazing uh, is how the streaming ads are connecting with viewers, just like TV ads connect with TV viewers and cable ads and newspaper ads. And the ads are responding, are being responded to. And it, when it comes to streaming ads, at various points along the shopping process, which really elevates its utility. Paid or free, we all have on average about five different services that we use. Regarding paid, we're spending around $50 a month on average. Are looking to reduce that spending. And simultaneously, some of the larger services are coming out with uh, lower cost options or even free options. And a lot of people will take advantage of that. And moving ahead, just as we saw with sports, which has grown out the wazoo uh, when you looked at how you could have streamed the NFL uh, Super Bowl this year. Movies, uh, it's just unreal. This is not stopping. Like I said, this is, this is what TV did to radio. This is what cable did to TV. And now this is what streaming is doing to everybody. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And those surveys are absolutely full of some great information. And hopefully it, it's telling the people in this business, what maybe the trend will be for the future and they need to be prepared for that. So I know there's been a scramble the last uh, several years here with streaming coming into play as it is. Murray, I just want to let you know, it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Very kind, Brian. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.